What do you get when you mix two guys, two girls, unlimited topics, and too much realness? This is Now We Talking Podcast. We stop kid now. We stop kid now. We stop kid now. We stop kid now. We stop kid. Hey, you guys! Big shout out to our sponsors for making Now We Talking podcast possible: Room One Twelve Productions, Unborn Justice, and Firm Foundations Productions. With our busy lifestyles, sifting through the various means of effectively getting your message out can be stressful. Room 112 Productions can provide you with clarity to effectively promote your business or event. Whether it's for traditional media or social media, we can provide audio, visuals, and marketing campaigns that effectively get your point across. Call us today at 850-6600 or email us at room112music at gmail.com to design an advertising package that's best for you. Unborn Justice is a registered charity established in 2014. In April 2017, we opened a pregnancy help center operating from our headquarters in James Fort Building, Hank Street, Bridgetown. The mission of our pregnancy help center is to provide help to women and men with crisis pregnancies through empowerment, education, and tangible assistance, and to provide support to post-abortive women and men. All of our services are offered free of charge. If you'd like to make a donation or find out more about our work, you can call us at 266-8473 or email us at unbornjustice246 at gmail.com. Firm Foundation Productions is your one-stop shop for all your production and sound system needs. We do commercial and voiceover recording and editing, sound system and sound engineering services for your conferences, churches, weddings, parties, and so much more. Give us a call at 844-9844. That number again is 844-9844. Or email us at firmfoundation246 at gmail.com. Hey everyone, I'm Jamal Midas. We're back, part two, Now We Talking Podcast. Yeah, so in terms of having that accountability partner, someone that you have to be really transparent with. Mm-hmm. So they're keeping you accountable in the relationship and you have to be open to say, well, hey, I messed up. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. And you're willing to go to meet with that mentor to be counseled in that process, to mm-hmm. go through deliverance if you went beyond that extreme to ask for forgiveness and then see how can we now rebuild this friendship because now sin has entered. Mm -hmm. So you give the enemy legal access to come to bring discord into your relationship. Mm -hmm. So after that sin has taken place, the synergy is not going to be the same. The connection is not going to be the same because now the enemy has all right to cause confusion. Mm -hmm. So now you gotta, you gotta repent. You gotta forgive yourself. You gotta forgive that person. And now gradually, Bring Christ back at the center of your relationship and not repeat these mistakes again. So if you know, okay, well, I fell at the beach when I saw, you know, God's creation. <laughs> and you would know then, the let's sunrise, not sunrise and go back to the beach anymore because yeah. this is what happens when we go to the beach. So the mentorship aspect of it, going before God deliverance and forgiving each other and then not 
going back into the same situations over and over because the flesh is weak. You, you can't pretend the flesh is weak. That's, that's the reality of it. And the more we build the spirit man is the more that the spirit man is going to become stronger than the flesh. But if you are in a relationship, you are two Christians, but you are building the fleshly nature of that relationship more than the spiritual nature, then you're going to fall. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, you're drawn to each other, but how is your spiritual life? Are you praying together? Are you having devotionals together? Do you go to prayer meeting? Are you fasting together? So yes, we are Christians. We're both involved in ministry. But if you're not doing these things to build the spirit man, then you're going to keep falling over and over. And then you know that, why am I keep falling? Because you're not doing the things that you need to build the spirit man. So yes, there's going to be fun aspect of it. We're going to enjoy each other, but you still got to now build that spirit man. Go ahead, Danny. Here's my question. At what point in the dating slash interest slash courtship part of the relationship do you start to merge your spiritual lives? At the beginning. Ooh. At the beginning that, because that quick. I'm a Christian. And you know from the... <laughs> You know, you know from the jump, like that is my lifestyle. We are both Christians, so we're not unequally yoked. So we're not going to say, should we bring Jesus in on date five? Let me finish here. Let me finish. finish. Yeah, so the spiritual aspect got to be, yeah, it's going to come up. And that is also a way for ladies to to know the guy or a guy to know your lady that, okay, we're both Christians, but this man never really said nothing about Christ or we're not. He's not, he never invited me to his church or we're not having Bible study. He never prayed for me. When it was overwhelming, an exam or something is coming. So you got to be able to see these things. But Christ coming up and you sharing your spirituality and bouncing off each other should be at the center. It should be, it should start at the beginning for sure. And then, you know, you gradually carry it through your relationship. But something is wrong if that, okay, you're drawn to each other. You know, this man has an amazing personality. The synergy is there. He loves me. But then... You know, the spiritual aspect of it, you know, is not there. He, he doesn't build me. He doesn't pray with me. We, we don't read the Bible together. Then you ought to look at these things. It's not going to happen all the time because I can be real. He's a pastor. If you can't run with scriptures every time we talking, boo. Thank you. Boo, you're going to turn me off. I'm glad somebody You're going to turn me off. It's I'm called spiritual you know? harassment. So you, gotta, you have, to, you have to know how to find that balance. So if we are going to the movies, don't tell me about, I was you reading Galatians chapter 5. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or we out at dinner and you want to hold hands and start to speak and tell girl stop that you know you stop that you stop, girl, that. stop that so I just girl, I just keep that. it real those that know me yes Christ at the center but you got to know time and place and I find sometimes as Christians we just don't know time and place oh we get God. we over spiritualize every single thing you know so Jesus should I buy a red car or blue you know you you got you got to you got to yeah you got to know yourself but just yeah. Have that balance. Okay. Understand the person, have that balance, and it's time and place. So if Tuesday night we're going to have prayer meeting together, we can do that Tuesday night. Mm. You get what I'm saying? But if we're going to dinner, please, let's not be talking about the disciples. You know, we just, I'm enjoying your company. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying your presence. How was your day? I do not want to be out at dinner and you taking out your New Testament in front of me, starting <laughs> to read your Bible. Like, the presence of the Lord you, is still here, baby. You're turning me off like that. Here. And I can remember once, I, I, I met someone like that. They knew I was a pastor. Okay. So, no, they, they, were so, so, so they came with this, this yeah. sliding my DM with a whole scripture verse. Yeah. Uh, every day <laughs> sending me a devotional. Like, like I, I have harassment. <laughs> like, like, please, I am, I'm a normal person. You don't got to be, you saw the latest episode with, 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 with T.D. Jakes. I'm like, come on. <laughs> and, per, and, and this is for, for ladies to really understand if you're dating a guy that is in ministry 
You got to understand that he's living in the word of God day by day. And when he comes to you, he's not looking for that. He wants some, he, he want you to understand him, to this take him as he is. You get what I'm saying? I feel the anointing right here. Yeah. You know, yeah. ask me, how was my day? How are you doing? It's like, yeah. But sometimes ladies, when they're dating someone in ministry, it's like, okay, I got to read 10 verses and memorize them before I meet him. It's like, yeah, stop bro. it. Just stop it. Yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that. He's the Christian VIP. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pass, 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 pass the offering. Pass the offering. <laughs> I was there after he said, girl, stop that. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to answer your question from a different perspective because sure. I, I think what, what I got from your question was really about how early do you start I mean, introducing, praying together, doing Bible study together and these things. I think there's a specific point that you do that okay. because, again, what you're doing is that you're building that, that, connection, that, that connection. If you build it too early, you can become each other's kind of spiritual yeah. crutch right. and and also it's very important going through the relationship to guard to guard your heart you know um but i do think the place that you start doing that is when look all right is when you've come to the place of courtship yeah. mm -hmm. and you no, know I, I fully believe in praying for in the early yes. stages and praying with afterwards right. yes right. Yeah. I, I, when, I, I, when you for you right in other words in my time yeah so when you i'll start, pray with you after. so when you start praying with the person is you're literally going to God and asking Him to define you, your purpose together. Right. Mm. Well, I no. But no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Not that we haven't. Not that we haven't Bible study. Yeah, but, but are I you think having your own personal Bible study together as mm -hmm. well? Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, 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 before before we wrap up, there's something that I, I, I want to bring another person into the room. And Who's that? The, the, <laughs> he's here. Is the presence of the Lord is here. No, I want to actually create the mentor. I want to bring the mentor into the room now because I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm going to be transparent at this point. When we talked about um, having the mentor there in case there's, you know, you slip up um, physically or whatever the case may be. Usually for me in my walk, that mentor was the guy on the other side of the room, C. Davis. <laughs> Like, that was my brother. So I would easily, he would easily be adapted into that role as mentor or, or my other boys or peers. But I think there comes a time where you need someone more seasoned, someone who is older, um, whatever the case may be. So I, I see the ladies are gasping. I want to, I want to define now what does that mentor look like? What are you looking for in that mentor as well? Who's going first? I'm not going to call this thing. You just said it. Someone who is seasoned, mm -hmm. um, someone who has walked the walk and can talk the talk. So you're, 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 you would say your mentor. There's a difference you between be, so, single, right? So there's difference between accountability generally mm -hmm. and someone who you're looking for to be your mentor in a walk that you're now going to, mm -hmm. right? I think that should be very specific. Someone who you can see in them the fruit of a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. You can see the fruit of it. Not just what they say, but mm -hmm. they're living it. And they're those that are out there. That's not something that is make-believe. Um, someone that you can definitely discern that has your best interests. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe we all have those around us. If we really look, there are people that God places in our lives to mentor us. If know? it's one thing that we hear more prevalently in the church, other than there are no good men, is the issue with discipleship. So I think because of that dearth and that, 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 that lack of proper discipleship, we then do not get 
mentors the way that we should have mentors. So then we create mentors out of our peer circle. Mm -hmm. So then people, we would say, hey, hold me accountable in this. And that person then becomes your accountability partner and your mentor when they actually aren't qualified for that office. I think though, Kevin, I think there's mentors that you are given, and that's usually the case that happens with informal discipleship in church. And then there's mentors that you seek out. Mm -hmm. So um, what I'm getting from what Jayco said as well, too, is that you also have to look around, see who's around you. It may not be people in your immediate circle. It may be people in your wider congregation. It may be people who go to another church than you. But there are lots of Christian couples out there. Um, and then there are those who you can look at a little bit deeper and see if the fruit, as again, Jayco yeah. said, of their relationship, of their marriage, is the kind of fruit that you're looking for in your own. And a lot of times, you got to approach mentors mm. um, because they, too, are mm. busy. They, too, have stuff going on. And, you know, everybody isn't necessarily looking for you the way you're looking for them. So I think if you're seeking mentorship, you have to be active about it. Mm. And you have to both pray into it and actively approach people and say, look, I am a young man. Maybe you know the person already. You have a relationship with them. You have rapport with them as friends. But approach them and say, look, I, I really respect you and your partner and your wife, your husband, which whether it's a male or a female. And, you know, I want to know if you would be interested in being, you know, a mentor for me, you know. And it can happen. It can be one-off conversations that you have with them every, every you may take them out, the couple out for dinner, you and your girlfriend, you and your boyfriend take them out for dinner. And you just have a real vulnerable conversation with them, a transparent conversation, hear their journey, hear their story. And it can happen like that. It can be an ongoing thing. It really depends on what you need. But I think mentorship, if you're saying that you're not, people aren't seeing or finding mentors in the church, I think they're there. But I think we have to also be intentional, in, be intentional in going mm. after them. What do we expect from mentors, or what, what are we looking for in a mentor? That's real. Mentors mm -hmm. that are real, that are transparent, that just don't sugarcoat everything. Mm -hmm. But someone that can say, well, this is how God brought me through that dry patch in my life. This is what happened. They don't mm -hmm. let mentors who are fake. And those who just, you know, put Jesus on everything that say, well, you know, the grace of God is going to cover it. Just pray mm -hmm. and fight. But those that can say, well, I know what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And it. These are the steps you have to take to Tangible. get out of it. Yeah. You know, so I, I think for me, I am drawn to mentors that are real, mm -hmm. that are extremely practical in their approach. Because sometimes you can give persons, you know, some nice advice from the word of God, but it's not as, it doesn't penetrate, it's not helping them. So I, I believe that, you know, yes, you find a spiritual mentor and stuff, but that person must be very transparent and real with you so that is they, they can they can really... Yeah, put things in place that you have that stage. One, two, three, how I can get my life, you know, back on track. Yeah. All right. Um, talking about being vulnerable and all that kind of good stuff. I'll admit, never had a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to hear from you guys about, I know we, we can sound very cliche and, and, and rhetoric can be very poignant and, 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 you know, all that kind of good stuff and, and pious but how willing are we to include a third person that isn't God into our relationships? For me, I, 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 go on. If, if, go on. I would say it's, it's really never easy. Um, sometimes we don't like to feel vulnerable. We don't like to admit that we mess up mm. and trust. Well, is... I got a problem with that. I do that. 
you know to really bring another person into your life to trust yeah. that person okay this person may know this person or know someone else it, it can trust be really hard is a huge issue especially yeah. in this yeah. in a small island like this we, exactly th- that is a that's an issue that we all have to face because now you're telling a person about your personal stuff yeah the bedroom the bedroom issues before the bedroom exactly you understand so now there's not only going to be a, a okay you fell but how did you fall when did you fall how regular did you fall kind of stuff you're mm-hmm. trusting another individual yeah. with this i want to ask you guys to be honest have any of you in here ever had mentors within any of your relationships i would say personally yes i I had mentors, persons who would literally call me. And these mentors were flowing heavily in the prophetic. Mm-hmm. So even before I called them, they would call me. Mm. I said, Jamal, how are you doing? They're good, man. They beat her on the bush. They're good. <laughs> you know, they're good. God is good. They just came from a prophetic service. And, over people. <laughs> and then the mentor would get straight to the point. Like, yeah. all right, what's going on, bro? How is, how, how, where's, where's your spiritual life at? Mm. And he said, well, I had a dream. And he's like, oh, he let show you that. Okay, <laughs> So I had mentors. <laughs> I had mentors in my life, and I'm being very transparent that way. I just said deep in the prophetic that would legit call me and say, "Well, Jamal, I need to cover you in this season in prayer. Mm. Um, I need you to go into some fasting. You know, God is elevating you, but the enemy would use this as a thorn in the flesh." Mm. So I had mentors in my life that would sought after me when I didn't want them anymore. You get what I mean? Mm. Is that I really don't want your mentorship anymore, but they would still be there coming after me because they 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 knew the calling of God upon my life and they knew I was a, a young man seeking to please the Lord. So yes, um my experience I did have mentors in my life. Uh some I went after and others just came after me and said, Well I want to be your mentor. You mm. have there's so much in you, you know, I wanna guide you, but I was never one to open up much to persons. It, it take a lot out of me That's to fully open side. up to someone. Yeah. Especially in the ministry too, I just don't go and pour my heart into another past and say, "Well, hey, you know, this is what is happening." It takes me. I, I go to the Holy Spirit first. I mm. go to God, and I say, "Father, like this is this is me. I need you to address these ears. I need yeah. to help me." But there comes a point whereby, like, you just got to get it out, or you need someone to talk to. The Holy Spirit is there, but sometimes you don't hear him speaking back. So you need yeah. someone to speak to. And when you find yourself like in that desperate place, you reach out. You reach out. But it's always good that you can have someone along the way instead of when you get into a deep place that you don't know who to reach out to. Mm. But in a relationship, uh, the mentor should be decided on both parties. So let's say I'm dating Danielle. I should not say, well, we're going to, this is our mentor. It's going to be, it's going to be KP. Right? (laughs) And then she was like, but, (laughs) you know. But then she's gonna be like, but no, I don't want to go to KP. I have Granny Susu, you know, mm-hmm. she's really Granny good. Susu. So, so we gotta be able to have that agreement to say, okay, yeah, how is, do you are you comfortable with, 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 with us going to this yeah, person? Correct, you know, and that is very important. You can't say, well, you oh, know, this is my this is my mentor. This is my we mentor. Have we have him. to go. Yeah. So that is right. you gotta find that 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 ground that you're agreeing on to say this is who we're going to. Yeah. It could be a case, okay, we go to your mentor, then you come to my mentor. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the experiences mm-hmm. I had was always mentors that just flew in the prophetic. So even before I got there ready to say what's going on, they already like <laughs> this is it's the situation. Mm-hmm. So it was so much easier. Yeah, it was so much easier. Bro, you're gifted. I don't know if anybody had people just hunting them down to be mentors and flown in the prophetic. Have you ever had mentors in a relationship? Um, yes. Um, even outside of relationship, just... Well, I've had mentors in life, but... Right, but there's this actual story. Yeah. Um, story time with Jacob. <laughs> story time with Jacob. So there was a time in my spiritual walk where I felt very starved. 
Mm. Um, I've always been a type of person that I I always felt as though I need. I'm one that I like to sit under some sort of mentorship. I want to learn from the man that did it. Um, just even in business or in music or yeah. whatever. I've always been that type of person. Um, but there was a time in my spiritual walk where I felt as though I needed someone or people around me that will help build my faith and that would help, like you said, disciple me. And I I felt really dry and desperate. And I asked mm. you, I said, Lord, you know where I'm at right now. And I really need a father and a mother in the faith. And he said, you know, and I really believe that the Lord sends when, when you pray and you're seeking, you may not go to anybody. That's true. But you go to the Lord and he will send those. And that was my experience. And... They began to mentor me. Um, right now, they're my daddy and my mommy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they began to mentor me not only from a relational uh, standpoint, but just from a, uh, just from a discipleship standpoint. I, I learned from them. You know, I, I, again, I saw the fruit in their life. I saw what their life looked like, and it represented Jesus. And I was, mm-hmm. was drawn to that. I wanted to learn more of that. And got into relationship and stuff and they were there for me and they've, they've seen the worst of me um, in relationship. They've seen the best of me in relationship to, to where now I have seen that God has sent them mm. to be my man. It was not anything that I orchestrated. It was not, boy, like how this man look, boy, he looked like somebody. Yeah, boy, he brown skin. He looked, yeah, five, yeah, that, that's, it wasn't anything like that, mm. you know, but he, I, the Lord sends so that that has been my experience, and to this day, there there are people that I consider to be very instrumental. And even as we sit and talk about relationship and stuff like that, a lot of what I've been able to add to this conversation, which I hope has been some sort of you know addition, mm-hmm. I've been a lot of what I've learned just sitting under their counsel and and again seeing the fruit of their lives and you know seeing what they've been able to 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 accomplish and establish. Through their submission to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I agree. Ladies. Um, short answer in terms of relationship, no. And I will say, no, in terms of an actual relationship I was in, and did we have an accountability or mentorship person in mm-hmm. that relationship? No. And when we tried to settle on one, it made it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Interesting. Mm. It just made it so much worse, right? So... In relationship, no, not quite. But, but what made it worse? Like, y'all y'all deciding on one person? Yeah, because it was okay. like, okay, this is, like Jamal said earlier, this is the one I have. And I'm like, this oh. is the one I have. Mm. And there wasn't the willingness to do both. Mm. You feel me? There mm. was, okay, no, you have to come over to my side or, mm. you know, this isn't going to work. The people are attached to their mentors. I they, mean, they, they, they believe in them. They are, you know, yeah. and that's a big thing. So in relationship, no. Um, in my life, yes. Mm. And it has been in a way where it seems almost, it's, it's so subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be so subtle. Isn't somebody go like, oh, look, this is my mentor, X, and I will call them at X time. And they said, no, and it has been different women, our men, at mm-hmm. different points in time that I needed to speak to. So it's almost like being surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in the process of being deeper steeped in a crowd of fantastic people who are always able to mentor me so one thing i've always tried to keep is open to any form of mentorship that Mm. comes from the people i respect 
Mm. And there are quite a few people I respect. Like we have our churches that we go to, and we can already easily identify who are the men and the women that we look up to, mm-hmm. regardless of what they do in their ministry. And you, and I've always told myself, if any of them had to approach me with anything, I would be open to that mm. because I respect them. I understand who they are. Or you see them, and you see the fruit in their life, and you go like, "That's somebody that I will always be open to." Mm-hmm. So mine is more like a surrounding. Of, a community. I'm always in a place where That's I can, true. at any point in time, if I feel a sort of way, like if I need to get something off my chest, mm-hmm. there are at least five people I know could pick up the phone and call. Like, mm. literally. It just, That's a blessing. It just needs to be whoever is available yeah. or which one the Holy Spirit actually sends me to. I had that experience in my life where there were some specific issues I needed to address. Mm-hmm. And this one person's name kept coming up. Mm. And I'd never spoken to her before, but I was like, no, that's the person I need to go to. Mm. And sure enough, she was the person that gave me the right things I needed for Mm. that time. So for me, like I said, it's been that beautiful cloud of witnesses as opposed to just specific persons. Now, what I do, and I want to kind of like round off my, my answer here with saying this, the more we talked tonight, the more I sat here in awe Mm -hmm. at the fact that there's, there's so much that goes into building Mm-hmm. A successful, happy relationship. relationship. Marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, we are talking about practical, mm-hmm. spiritual, personal, emotional, physical. We even get to finances and how you are as a person. There's mm-hmm. so many other different things that coming to mm-hmm. a relationship to make it successful and to make it effective. And I know some people may listen to it, especially persons who are not Christian, mm-hmm. and go like, Nah, I don't take all that. But yeah. take a good look at the world around you. You will see, yeah, it takes more than what everybody else is doing. Mm. It takes more than the little people just put into it. It takes yeah. so much more than that. And it can be overwhelming. When I think mm-hmm. about marriage, one of the words that come to me is overwhelming. Mm. It's an overwhelming responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. And it requires more than just you and that person. It yeah. almost requires a community for you to be <laughs> that It does. It surely like does. Like raising a kid needs a community. Try having yeah. a marriage, okay? You yeah. need to. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I'm just respecting the fact. I'm sitting here in awe, sitting and going like, wow. I guess I knew it all along. Mm. But sitting having this conversation made me go like... But I, I, I'm in awe and also Ooh. in a kind of sense of repentance as well. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, Lord, What's going through your mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I have been cursed with the gift of being Bob the Builder. In other words, like I fix my problems. I fix other people's problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not the type to... Or, yo, let me sit down and talk and let me get vulnerable with this dude that I necessarily, mm-hmm. either I appointed him as my mentor or he approached me as mentor. I would more go and do that with a peer. Mm-hmm. And there but is a different, yeah, honestly, on, no, no joke like with J. Cole. I would do it with mm-hmm. you, Jamal, or Davison. And it w- that would be easier for me to do. Mm-hmm. But there is a special, not to sound pious right now, but there's a special anointing yeah. that comes along with an appointed mentor. Yeah. And, and one that is appointed for a specific reason as well, too. So this is not a friend. Yeah. You are here for guidance. You are here for my best interests at all times. We might not watch the game together, but this person has my best interest at hand. And I, I have to say that that is not necessarily something that, and I would have said, I, it is something that I desire. It is something that I desire. And there are some people on my list who, who could fill that, yeah. that position. And there, as you said, there are people who sought me out mm-hmm. in my relationship to say, I want to be a mentor to you guys. So what has been stopping you from getting from the place of people that you have on your list than to actually seeking them out? 
as I said again, it's, it's just a vulnerability. It's just the, the, the killing of Bob the Builder. Basically. Kill, kill Bob. Kill, kill Bob. Bob. Kill Bob. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. kill Bob. Yeah. Kill Bob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, Danny. Yeah. I, I, I want to touch in on the financial as we wrap up this conversation okay. about relationships. Sure. As well. I'll, I'll be quick then. I... No, 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 no. I want you to speak your mind, young lady. <laughs> Don't be quick. Okay. Don't be okay. quick. Oh, Take your time. Um, for me, it's been, I've been through seasons where I have had a, a, a consistent mentor. But I think no, for me, over the past couple of years, like Norris described it really well, very poetically. Mm. It's been more like a I community. I like her responses. She, you know, she's eloquent. I, I would date her responses. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a cloud of witnesses. Right? A cloud. Um, but yeah, I've, I have had people approach me for mentorship, and I do tend to shy away from those people. So I, I Are you Jane the Builder? Not really. I, because, I, because I've had... I've grown up with mentorship in my life. It is mm. not something that I that I it's something that I have a lot of respect for, and I and I understand. But you just go through seasons where you might feel like, do I I don't know if I need it or mm. I don't know, you know, like, and that's something that I wrestle with God about. Like you just, especially if I didn't ask for it, I'm like, where mm. does this person come from? Like, what do they want from me? Why mm -hmm. me? Mm. Um, but absolutely to answer the question, I have had mentorship before in relationships. It hasn't always been formal like you will be my relationship mentor. But mm. there are people absolutely that I can I can count I can call on any one of them that I can say, Yeah, you are somebody or rather couples, because mm -hmm. that's usually the case, mm -hmm. that I could say if I if I was in that situation as was described and I had a relationship um, dilemma that I wanted to talk through or somebody mm -hmm. that I wanted to invite my partner to say, Let's sit with these people, I can vouch for them. I definitely have those people in my corner. Mm. That's a blessing that everyone yeah is in that place uh, it's good um just one last question on this topic okay. um any reluctancy on anyone's part about having that mentor in the relationship at this point in time any 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 reluctance wait yeah. we still dating or recording because no, i'm no, no, trying no. to remember the imaginary relationship is no yeah. we, we, we definitely in <laughs> serious single. commitment we're still, um, single. We're still no that's not <laughs> imaginary last i checked that was not where are so, we on the train well, we, we definitely coordinate. Oh, we're we, definitely coordinating. Oh, we're recording. Or, where, where are we? We're we, we dating. We're wherever we are. Yes. <laughs> we, we are where we are. I just, I just want to know, Vegas is there still any reluctance on anyone's part about having a mentor within your relationship? Someone who is, has open door, has keys to doors within your relationship? I would say no. Okay. But it, it's it's a conversation you gotta have with your partner, okay. you know, yeah. because as a, as who that person would be and how much access you give them yeah. and at which point in the relationship do you give more access. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm open to it. All right. Uh, last topic now, and then we get back to the back into the juice now. I realize that. Everybody talking about what their partner looks at, what they look for in a partner. Nobody mentioned finances. What, do we no. want part of that rolling in dough? I mean, I bring it in dough, honey. They are rich in the Lord and rich in the bank, Come honey. On. <laughs> over here. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, honestly, let's talk about finances. Let's talk um, about I remember a time we were doing a live, and one of our beautiful co-hosts, Danielle, whichever one you choose to believe it is, <laughs> you believe, um, said that if she found out that the guy was making a significant less amount than her, mm -hmm. it could be problematic with Ooh, her going forward. Who said that? Who said that? Danielle, you choose who which one. Who said that? You choose which one. 
I said that, and I also. Okay, I I didn't snitch. I didn't snitch. I said that, her. and I gave my reason for saying that. Uh, right, so I, I know we're here gathered. Yeah. Together. Together. Corporate worship. <laughs> so you want me to tell the guys what I said? Yeah. yeah. Go back and listen to the episode. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember what. Send those ratings up. But just to summarize, I can't remember what we were talking about or why Kevin dragged that out. But it was. I remember <laughs> it being more along the lines of sometimes when the woman makes more, it, it creates problems in the mm. relationship. And that right. was my hesitation. Mm-hmm. If the man is comfortable enough with me making significantly more than him, then fine. Mm-hmm. But I I do also, there is a hesitation that you feel is like, well, okay, if I make more, does my partner then feel emasculated as a result? Does he feel like he contributes less to the relationship as a result? Once he can handle it, and he cool with that, I mm. cool. But it's just like there's a, it can challenge the power dynamic sometimes when the woman either is the one who owns the house or she's the one who got the car or she's Mm. the one who got the money. Uh That power dynamics is a real thing in relationships. I'm glad C. Davis isn't here because he is a self-proclaimed desperate host husband. (laughs) (laughs) He don't care. He's a self-proclaimed desperate host husband. He would stay home and take care of the kids Mm. and let him woman make all the money. Uh He's a lion. (laughs) He's lioness up. But um, honestly, fi- let's talk about finances and how much of a role it pays. It plays. It, I said pays. Ha, it plays <laughs> in the relationship. In the area of finances, as, as some would say, you know, not only matrimony but matching the money. That's a book. That is a book. I think if my wife is making more than me, I would not feel insecure or mm-hmm. inferior. If now she owns the house, she owns both of the vehicles and different things, then it's going to start to play a bit on me because as the man, I mean, if I'm supposed to be You're a tenant. leading her, I'm you supposed to be tenant, the provider, sir. then I think something is, is, is wrong there if my wife has to carry that load on her own. Mm-hmm. But, but nothing is wrong or I don't feel a way if my wife makes more money uh, then me, I can remember dating someone once and back then, back then, they were making more than me <laughs> mm. and they were more financially secured and different thing, you know, but let me be very honest and what I admired about this young lady, I don't know if she would be listening, but what I admired about her is that she never made me feel less of a or man small. or inferior mm. or small when we go out. That's important. So I can remember I was making money, but I had a lot of responsibility. And she was mm. making more than me with less responsibility. Mm. So let's say we want to go on lovely dinners and stuff. I remember once going into a restaurant, Jacob, and she slipped the money in my pocket before we entered. And wow. So that you could pay. So that I could pay. Mm. And... And I like this, that. this what quality, to that girl, bro? Finish, she's still single out there, you know, but it didn't work out. Continuing. But I mean, like that, that did something to me. Like this, this is, this is a quality lady mm. that she's not making her guy feel less because mm. he doesn't have it. Certain ladies going to pull out that card on the table. Wendy, 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 Wendy here. Flip. Like I'm, I'm, she's going to be like, I'm paying again. You know, mm. but I, I respected that. And I can remember through all that, that dating season, I never felt inferior in any way. I never felt embarrassed in any way. And sometimes she would say, Jamal, how are you doing financially? You know, what is happening? Because I was low financially then, mm. but she was low spiritually. So I would okay. build her to get to that spiritual level. Mm-hmm. 
uh, like a mere point and she got filled in the holy spirit evidence of speaking in town and she would help me financially and we have mm-hmm. that rapport that was going back and forth but i think now as a man you should be providing though kp mm-hmm. i think as a man if you staying home and not adding or bringing anything or you can stay home but still bring something to the table mm-hmm. you know you can still got your business on the side but you got to be bringing something if if, if it is if too much weight is on the woman as a provider financially in the household, something is wrong. And that's going to cause some, some, some arguments that come all the time because as a man, you're not doing your job. Mm. You're your not doing your job. job. Yeah, it's your primary mm. job. But there are other things you should be doing. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm. so, yeah, so that's my, that's my take. So if my wife is making more, I, I would not feel inferior, would not feel intimidated if she's making way too much and then I'm making just a, just too little and I'm not bringing it into the table, then I really need to step out to the plate. So, yeah. Okay. I want to hear from a lady and then I'm going to switch up the question for the last one. I, I was just going to say Jamal made many, many beautiful points there just now in terms of A, the woman um, respecting the man's desire to feel like the provider and know that he is the provider and not contributing to making him feel inferior by mm. lording it over him that she makes more money. Mm. Um, I also love that you touched on, which I really believe that you have to recognize what you bring to the table mm-hmm. can be more than just financial, mm-hmm. right? And each person has the ability to contribute, um, like you said, spiritually, emotionally. You may have more resources. You might mm-hmm. have more, uh, you know, you might have more education. There's always something that you can bring to the table in addition to finances and where one partner may be, may be the one who has the greater bank account. You might be the one who has something else to offer in excess that you can match that person. You can balance each other out. Mm. And so I think that's such a healthy way to view relationships because the reality is that financial situations can change. Yeah. Yeah, right? quickly, you swiftly. May, instantly, you swiftly. may go into a relationship and the man may be making more and then that man loses his job, God forbid. Yeah. Right? This is, this is 2020 yeah, we're talking exactly. about, right? exactly, swiftly. And this has been a season where I'm sure a lot of relationships have been tested because of those mm. same circumstances where the man was had a good job mm-hmm. and now, you know, the foundation yeah. is shaky. Either he got, got, took a considerable pay cut or he lost the job altogether. Mm-hmm. And so does, does that then have to rock your relationship to the core? I don't mm. think it should. Mm. That was that was that was good. Yeah, that that's was good. good that, that, that 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 had the spirit in it. <laughs> I really like I really like that we're dealing with all the taboo things because again, even as we're talking about you know going into it, I think that this is really good solid food that mm-hmm. anyone listening that might be thinking of going into something. Yeah, it really removes all of the myths about this thing. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You think about it differently now. Like, like, do like, I really I need this? Do like, I really want it? Was am really I really ready? But no, I'm ready to darn it. But it goes to my last question then, because we talked about when do we introduce boundaries? We addressed when do we introduce the mentor? We addressed when do we even introduce or or, or step up with our intentions? Understand now, when do we talk about finances? Is there a time where you disclose how much you get paid, how much you have in your bank? Um, Davidson, you can exit the room now. I know this makes you uncomfortable. Bye, Davison. <laughs> this, 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 this is not his conversation. But honestly, like, when when does that conversation happen? And how do you, and I, I'm going to use this word because it ties in. When do you broker? How do you broker that conversation? Okay. Norris. You just love to point at people. <laughs> yeah. When, when do you disclose the details of your finances, finances to your... Or does it only come up in counseling? The person... Well... 
at least counseling is the safest place to start having that discussion. I, I'm with you. I am totally with Power you. Power to third parties. No, honestly, for the, for the third Premarital party, counseling I'm talking that's about. That's a safe place to have yeah. that conversation. Wait, wait, wait. Premarital counseling or with the mentor? I think a mentor or a counselor. But, so, when but you, with when a third party. When you get okay. premarital, they definitely it has to come up. But right. if you're talking about just disclosing, okay, well, you know, we're not, well, in Barbados, we don't necessarily get the opportunity to Google what somebody makes based on their, they, they, their job title, correct. right? Yeah. So sometimes you do have to ask that question for like, okay, so hey, okay, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I do blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Um, okay. You have your own car? Sometimes mm-hmm. you, you ask questions around it to kind of gauge, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe this person is women able are to... are very discerning. They, yeah. <laughs> they know what's happening. Before. No, I'm serious. We, we will ask certain questions around our pay. Mm-hmm. Okay, he dresses a particular way. Maybe he makes mm-hmm. sense when he's How blah, many blah, times blah. do you travel a how year? Many, yeah, how many times do you travel oh. a year? What, what what style of watch he has? Yeah. All those things. We just, we pay attention to certain uh, things, right? Uh-huh. Do you have student loans? Do you have a car loan? Do those you are, have insurance? Those are the kind of questions. Debt. And that is, right. And that mm. is, the, and those are the I'm questions you talk. This is at interest <laughs> level. This is okay. I'm interested in you. You're interested in me. We're yeah. talking, discussing our lives. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm asking you general questions. This is general Their debt questions. becomes your debt when you get married. Exactly. But this is general question mm-hmm. time. That's interest. Mm-hmm. Now we serious and starting to court. Mm-hmm. How much do you actually meet? Mm-hmm. You got, this is how much I meet. This mm-hmm. is how much debt I'm in. Mm-hmm. This is my income. This, this is my debt. This is my income. This is my debt. And I'm not saying that the minute you transition into court shit that you just like throw everything on. Come, come on over to my bank account and see what it's like. No. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you need to disclose that information at like different points, like, okay, let's just talk about how much we actually make monthly. Mm-hmm. This is how much you make monthly. How much do you make monthly? Okay. We can keep it there until we get a little further. And then mm-hmm. we're like, okay, how much debt do you actually have? This is, I'm in debt for this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets further on, knowing you're, no, at the end of courtship, moving into engagement, mm-hmm. and you got that premarital counselor, all, your all business. your skeletons got to come out. Yeah. You can't hide it up. Mm. I was, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, for for me, I kind of like to pick out the financial conversation even before courtship. She was meant to, to be like an auditor, you know. I, I feel like she did, she did, she disobeyed her calling. I, I actually, she is good with finance. I actually hate math, but I, but I, I like talking about like money. I like talking about investments. <laughs> you talk like about money. money. <laughs> you need deliverance. I, I like talking about invest. So I, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy having conversations with people like. Like, okay, like the other day I was having a conversation with somebody and they just randomly asked me, like, so if I'm looking for some place to invest my money, where where Mutual do I go? Fund, yeah, and I'm like, this is stuff, a con- yep. those are conversations mm-hmm. to me that you can have with your your friend, mm-hmm. your person that you're interested in, mm-hmm. to find out where their head is at, where money is concerned. Maturity, are they financial a spender? maturity. Are they a saver? Yeah. Are they somebody who, you know, do they, like, just, how do you budget? I try yeah. to figure out how, how to best budget my money. Like, what do yeah. you do? Do you have a? Do you have a? I don't know. They just spend that money. same point in time. They haven't disclosed figures. They haven't disclosed yeah. figures, but like you get style. some cues. Correct. You get some cues from mm-hmm. them as yeah. to yes. how do you manage your money and where are you thinking ahead? You spend all of it in food. Well, sometimes you know, but that's where I just got curb myself. But yeah, yeah, I mean, and you're and you're able to be vulnerable, and it's a girl or a guy. Yeah, I. Got try not to spend my money in food, so I got to make sure that when my when my salary hit, I, I automate do, them yeah, savings, yeah, and things, you yeah. can kind of pull up on people and get a sense of where they're at financially. Maybe not how much money they make, because sometimes any money that you make is what you do with the Co- money that you mm-hmm. get. That is good, yeah. And that can help you clue you into okay, who am I dealing with? Am I dealing mm-hmm. with somebody who 
who is clued into money and is and is wise and a good steward of their mm-hmm. money, or mm-hmm. am I dealing with somebody who probably going just dig a or, hole? Or, or are you with somebody who's stingy? And who's stingy? Yeah. Or, 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 oh, or, or, or is that an area that I may need to help that person in? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is more important. No, and that's right. even before you get into the malicious questions. Like, so how much money is met? Before tax and NIS. You get to know their... So let's be real. This is not a question that should determine whether or not you, no, no, you don't. You go, uh, no. it's it, but it's good, like you said, Healthy to find out where we're at. Because, yeah. yeah. like Jamal said, a lot of men they don't know about financial literacy, or mm. or as as well as women may do, mm. uh, may do. And sometimes well, a lot of as times well like, <laughs> as well as women may actually a lot of women <laughs> talking about literacy. Either. Yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing. I honestly believe that women are more financially literate than most men. Really? I think so. I, I think I so. And, and probably just in terms of like budgeting and like. The organization, that is a gift that women have been given naturally, innately, yeah. And I'll also put this on the table, you know, is she faithful in her tithe into the Lord? Yes. Oh, do we talk does she, about Does she, does she tithe on the net or anybody. the gross, you know? How much do you give to the... Uh, you know the pastor would <laughs> bring up tithing. <laughs> Call on a pastor <laughs> to bring up tithing. Can somebody bring it to your basket? He is ready. We, we have card machines here. Bring the offering basket. We have card machines. Say it again. See, she's not faithful to God, then she won't be faithful to you. But you know, some people don't believe you know? in tithing, period. No, that's conversation. But see, but then that's that that true. But well, do they give, right. period? Exactly. No, no. Yeah. Tithing exactly. is not a straight across the board thing for all Christians. That's let us, let us, let us make but that But do you give clear. something? To yeah, but then she gives to the Lord. Is there an offering? Because if she's. Stingy with God, then you you know that that's mm-hmm. gonna spiral. In she different might be stingy with God because she wants to be lavish with you. No, nah, but then God got be him, first yeah. before yeah. me because if she's giving I'm to me saying. before God, then 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 something is definitely wrong okay. there. That that's 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 a man of the cloth. That's cool. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that answer your question, Mr. KP, sir? I mean, I I think we've covered all bases. If you guys have any last questions you want to shoot to each other before we go, but I think when do we all. get to the I do? Oh no, that's a whole lot of series. That's a, that's that's a whole lot of. That's, that's, that's lavish. We're all engaged to have that yeah. conversation. I thought we were, I thought we were the trail was currently in premarital counseling because yeah. we're talking about finances. So that's, I guess, the next. Yeah, yeah, next that's, 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 that's another thing. That's when we're thing. all engaged to have that conversation. Yeah. But I, I, I like the progression of the conversation today. I want to say thank you very much to the guys. Um, for coming out and joining us here on the Now We're Talking podcast as well. Um, Jamal Midas, um, you can follow him on Instagram. Once again, give your handles because now they know you're not a dog. And <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on IG wow. at Midas, M-E-D-A-S underscore Prince. There you go. There you go. And I got to say thank you very much as well to J. Cole Lawrence. You know, you're a very busy man. And you took time out of your busy schedule to be here with us on the Now We're Talking podcast. <laughs> so hit us up. No. I, I mean, I mean, you, you no. are you are very busy as well. Um, but give us your handle. Jamal's so not busy. I'm the only busy one. And yeah, that's it. You can but, see yeah. how busy he is at... Uh, exactly. Yeah, there, yeah, you yeah. there you, you go. There you can see how busy you. I am at Jayco Lawrence. Uh, that's J A I C K O Lawrence L A W R E N C E. There you go. Yeah. All right, and of course we have our usual co-host. Thank you so very much, Daniel Norris, and thank you so very much, Daniel Thorpe. Um, we didn't hear C Davis today, but he was definitely with us. His presence was felt. Yes. <laughs> we all felt it. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some more than others because he was a cameraman. <laughs> so, I mean, and Someone he's the only one who's actually crossed the threshold into marriage. So that's why he abdicated his role as a member of the panel tonight to hear from the wow. singles. Yeah. I hope we did well. I hope we did yes. him justice. I, I, I hope he was impressed by the knowledge. He's shaking his, he's nodding his head. So that's, there um, you go. that's a good sign. Well, Thank you for we your feel. vote of that's confidence, sir. Season four. Yeah, see you in season four. We come in. We got some good things planned. Look out. Thank you for joining our conversation. We upload new Hot Topic episodes just like this one every Sunday. For more great content and updates on our next podcast episodes, check us out on the interwebs. And now we're talking on Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Now we stop. Now we stop. Now we stop.